0: By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Welcome to the Cannabis 101 Podcast. Part of the Cannabis Life Experience. Your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Join us on this journey and adventure with the wonderful plant. Here's your host, Dean Millard.
1: Hello there and welcome to episode 84, hour number two of the Cannabis 101 podcast. My name is Dean Millard and on this show, it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. We want to educate, we want to entertain, and most of all, we just want to help you uh, enjoy Uh, your uh, cannabis use, uh, whether that's uh, strictly medicinal, or you love the recreational side, whether you love the THC, or just uh, you're there for the CBD. We want to be able to help you with as much as we possibly can. And there's uh, one way where we kick things off on the show that is pretty unique. And that's by finding out what's your groove.
2: in your pipe and smoke it. Can you dig it? Gonna grab you by the booboo, don't it? Pipe in a cake. One in a please.
3: This is great. This is the bee's knees. Can you dig it!
1: So when I say what's your groove, I'm asking that while you're listening to this or watching this episode, are you grooving with anything cannabis-wise? Do you have uh, your favorite bong or a pipe? Did you roll a fatty? Maybe you're just uh, chilling out with some nice CBD. Maybe you have an edible or a drink. I don't know. Whatever it is, I want to know what you're grooving to, if indeed uh, you are grooving to something. Hit me up on Twitter, at the Cannabis One Hundred and One. You can find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at the Cannabis One Hundred and One Podcast, and you can email me cannabis one hundred and one podcast at gmail dot com. And you can totally stay anonymous if you would like. Uh, I am grooving with uh some Dab Bods Shatter. I am going to talk a lot about that uh with our guest this week, but I've got loaded up in the. uh Slash from Stonesmith, uh, the uh, red setting is best for shatter. Let it uh, load up, uh, heat up, and then you're gone. The 12-second uh, auto-fire mode is awesome. And, and I even let that probably go for a couple of seconds when I when I wasn't inhaling. So love this. Uh, you'll learn more about this as we go, and you'll learn more about uh, dab bods as we go. As Well, so that is uh, what I'm grooving with uh, here is what's coming down the hash pipe on this episode Chad hasten from stigma grow and Dabods is going to drop by and join us and we're going to chat about uh, this uh, cool new shatter that is going to be really affordable. Uh, that's probably the uh, the exciting thing for people. Of course, Chris Ionson is our educator. He's also a regional manager with plant life Canada. He's going to join us, of course, for Know Your Buds. And this week we're doing The Vision uh, by Bold. Uh, Looking forward to that. Our cannabis question is about movies. We'll tell you what pairs well with cannabis, in my opinion. And we'll tell you about the Weed Weekly as well. You can get in on our giveaway every Friday. Well, every Monday, uh, David Wiley from the OZ uh, joins us. Or every Tuesday, rather, now that we've moved that to uh, Tuesdays. Uh, he joins us uh, for This Week in Cannabis News, and we've been talking a little bit about uh, the OZ magazine that was available digitally and uh, soon to be in print form, and uh, soon to be is now. Uh, so there it is. Oh, hope there's uh, too much glare there. Uh, the OZ magazine, very, very cool, and uh, the last hit is uh, something that they do on the last page, and uh, I was honored uh, to be able to write an article about young Gus Mildeco, uh, and how cannabis and sports can maybe come together. So this, if you are in the uh, Edmonton, uh, St. Albert, uh, in the general Edmonton area, I'm going to be dropping these off in a few stores. Uh, Numo Cannabis uh, will have these as uh, a few others that I'm reaching out to. So you'll be able to get the OZ, uh, your hands on a copy of uh, this very cool uh, cannabis-related magazine. So, there you go. David Wiley and the OZ and uh, the uh, Cannabis 101 podcast coming together, as we say. Let's get now to the cannabis question.
0: It's prize time. Chime in on the cannabis question our And you could win a Cannabis 101 Podcast prize pack
2: and a grape, and a
0: Hit us up on any of our social media feeds Or email us at cannabis101podcast at gmail.com
2: Okay, here we go!
1: So there you go. If you're watching, you can see what the cannabis question is. If you're listening, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Uh, check out our YouTube channel at the Cannabis 101 podcast and uh, see what it is we're doing, especially with Know Your Buds. Get some really good look at the buds uh, that we're doing there. But what is your go-to stoner movie? That is the cannabis question this week. Just for chiming in, you can get in the draw for a Cannabis 101 podcast podcast prize pack so uh, as I mentioned on hour number one I'm an up and smoke guy all the way I grew up on those guys so that is uh, my go-to if you know if I had to pick one stoner movie to watch that I was the only movie I could ever watch of that variety it certainly would be uh, up in smoke and then right after that is anything that Seth Rogen does I absolutely love it I, I in honor of Seth Rogen I made a pickle pipe for American pickle and got high off that so uh, anything Seth Rogen And uh, Up and Smoke, though, is uh, my number one uh, cannabis uh, movie. That's my go-to stoner movie. But hit me up on Twitter, at The Cannabis 101. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram, The Cannabis 101 Podcast, or email me, Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. As for what pairs well with cannabis, that is anything that you like to combine cannabis with. Uh, What do you do that involves cannabis. And for me, this week, it's celebrating. Um, You know, sit down for this one, but a fantasy hockey team in one of my platforms and leagues that I'm in sold for $10,000. Indeed, $10,000. It's an expansion franchise. We mirror everything about the NHL, so they have an expansion franchise we do as well. And the great thing is, just like in the NHL, we existing owners in our league get to share in that $10,000 that's being split up. So now this isn't just a fantasy hockey team. You know, your usual uh, CBS, Yahoo, ESPN league. It's on the Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports Platform and on the blockchain Zillica. So these are digital assets. They're NFTs. And it's amazing. Uh, this this concept is so amazing. We mimic everything about the NHL pretty much, and our franchise evaluations are uh, going through the roof. Check them out on Twitter at UFF Sports. Uh, get in now. So that's what I was celebrating with cannabis: the fact that a fantasy hockey team in my league sold for ten thousand U.S. dollars, and uh, that gets split up with uh, the rest of the owners, and uh, you know, certainly uh, helps uh, boost the uh, franchise evaluations in that league and, and if you know uh, about cryptocurrency uh, and nfts you know they are the big hot thing right now and expected to be um something pretty special as they go along so if you are into high stakes fantasy sports you should definitely be checking out at uff sports and then i'll be celebrating uh, even more i love the stuff i'm uh, doing with them i you know do some uh, broadcast production for them uh, it's great. It's great to be partnering with them and uh, the OZ and the Green Generation Co., who join us on uh, Tuesdays for hour number one, as well as you saw the slash earlier. The guys at Stonesmiths, uh, they are amazing. Check them out at stonesmiths.ca if you haven't already, and check out what the slash is all about. Uh, the coolest thing is that it has a built in loader. So, this shatter uh, that I have from Dabods, it's so simple. It just sticks right on the loader and you put it in there. The battery is built for cold winters, which we're not having anymore. But still, it uh, it got me through the minus 50 temperatures when I had to go outside, that's for sure. And they've got a, a new chamber on the way. It's going to heat up even faster, give you bigger vapes. So it's really, really cool what they have going at uh, stonesmiths.ca. Uh, And also, I encourage you to check out uh, the Cannabis101podcast.ca where you can find past episodes, contests, and subscribe to uh, The Weed Weekly. And that comes into your inbox every Friday. The Weed Weekly, where you can uh, win a uh, cool prize package that we have as well. So check it out. You can see it on the screen if you're watching. Uh, You can subscribe up here to The Weed Weekly and uh, much, much more at uh, cannabis101podcast.ca. All right. Chad Hasten of Stigma Grow will join us to talk dab bods when we return. And to take us up to that, we'll have The Weed Song for you from the artist, my Dad Dog. Mm-hmm. Well, chad it is uh wonderful to be chatting with you again i know uh, we had planned to do this earlier and then something called pneumonia got in the way for a little bit which is probably better because i can actually enjoy the products now but uh how are things going uh, we all seem to be past this year one uh milestone of the pandemic so uh, how are things going with you and uh, with things uh, with stigma through all of this
2: well thank you dean it's, it's great to be here um Things are interesting, to say the least. The the year of pivots. Uh, it's funny when people say the one year anniversary. It's about a year ago that we got out of our office downtown and broke up into our individual basement dungeons. Um, it's crazy, but I, it, it kind of feels normal now. Um, we've been so busy lately with that stigma that regardless of the room you put me in, as long as I have a computer and a phone line, I think I'll be fine.
1: Indeed. Uh, so we
2: we have chatted before, but we're always
1: seeing new people sign on to the Cannabis 101 podcast each week. So for those that uh, maybe missed your uh, previous appearances, can you give us a little bit of a background on what uh, Stigma Grow is all about?
2: Sure thing. Happy to. Uh, so Stigma Grow, we are an LP operating out of Red Deer, Alberta. Uh, in addition to our own collection of brands, um, we're also a third party producer for a lot of other LPs. Uh, Our first offerings were our cannons, our pre-rolled joints. Um, but we quickly shifted into our hydrocarbon extract. So we are one of the few producers of BHO, butane hash oil. Um, we use that product to create a wide variety that you're, you're showing on screen here of batters, butters, shatters, waxes, crumbles, um, and live resin vape carts as well uh, through our white NGL and black NGL brands as they scroll up in perfect timing. Um, so we have been producing for about two years. Uh, we can be found, uh, starting actually in April right across Canada we we just got into Ontario Uh, we've been in British Columbia for about a month we've been in Alberta since last year Manitoba Saskatchewan uh, and Nova Scotia Uh, so yeah that's kind of the 10,000 foot view.
1: Awesome and um, we we should also ask the question that I like to ask all of my guests about you know, what you did before the cannabis industry, because for the most part, most of us did something before legalization. Uh, maybe it could have been on the medical side, but what was uh, what was life for you, career for you like before uh, you got into the uh, the cannabis space?
2: Well, I, I guess I was an unpaid ambassador for cannabis for about two <laughs> decades coming out of college. Uh, I graduated with my Bachelor of Applied Communications, got into um, event planning, actually, at Ken Olympic Park for... Uh, just shy of a decade, um, and then went over into marketing. Um, worked for a few agencies, started my own consultancy, uh, as well as an agency with two of my friends, um, and started representing cannabis companies. In, you know, they started reaching out in 2018, um, and then I really enjoyed Stigma Grow as a client, and they had asked me if I would be willing to come in house and the timing was excellent. Uh, So I did that, and now I work uh, in the marketing and communications department as the VP of sales and marketing.
1: Beautiful. So uh, we've chatted before. I love the canons, by the way, Um, and we've chatted about a lot of products, but you guys do have something new, and I think this is cool because uh, the one thing that you really have to be in the cannabis space is creative. Unfortunately, right now, The uh, Cannabis Act does not allow uh, any kind of advertising, promotion. Cannabis companies cannot sponsor events and things like that. At some point, we're going to get to the point where it's like this Super Bowl presented by blank or the blank arena. You know, maybe Stigma Grow Arena someday. Who knows? We'll get there. But until then, you have to be creative. And I think... Uh, what you're going to talk about now, DabBods, is exactly that. And people can see uh, some of the logos here. I'll uh, switch it over, the the logo down here. So give us kind of the background into what DabBods is.
2: So you you hit it right on the nose. We have to be uh, creative and strategic in how we present our brands. Uh, anyone that's worked in the industry is aware of the strict legislation and regulations surrounding how we promote our brands, anything that could be seen uh, you know, by somebody under 18. Uh, they're very careful about that. So you're not allowed to use words that, that people uh, might, or children might attribute as something good. So you'll see a lot of brands that aren't allowed to use stuff like cake or candy, uh, anything common like a, a cereal, uh, certainly any cartoon character or uh, an animal representation. Um, You can't have any of that. So basically take everything that big tobacco did when they started out. You can't do any of that. The the days of Joe Camel um, uh, are gone as far as cannabis goes. So I want to be fair. We all know why they're so strict. Um, Anything that allowed us to legalize is great. Um, Now I think we're seeing, uh, you know, The best case scenario is still a far ways away but we're seeing progress towards laws and legislations that make sense that that aren't overkill um, and aren't restricting the flow of information Um, you say advertising but again how do most of us get our education uh, on any kind of brand so um, dabbots is something that we just released it's a brand to your point we're we're trying to be a little bit humorous Uh, we certainly want to be approachable uh, and so we think that this brand uh, sort of reflects the, well, you've got some of our slogans on there. That that unassuming brand that's just as high quality and just as powerful, uh, but maybe is at a, a price that someone would be more willing to consider, and that is approachable on the education side, so that the very people we're trying to attract that would maybe appreciate concentrates as a as a fit to their their healthy lifestyle um, would be able to learn about it in a world where we can't proactively approach them with advertising.
1: I think it's beautiful uh you know and and we all like you know we we all have a dad, um you know some of us maybe don't uh aren't as close, but uh things like that, we all have a dad that we we look up to, and then there then there's those famous t v dads that we all associate with, like Homer Simpson or you know different Hank Hill from some of those great and then You know, I grew up with, like, Growing Pains and some of those shows. So a a dad is something that we can all relate to. I absolutely love that. So what are some of the products uh, that you're going to be going with? I I know uh, one of them because I was able to get my hands, uh, thanks to some of my uh, cool cannabis contacts, uh, on uh, this uh, shatter. So I really like it. I've I've got some, actually... (laughs) Loaded up in the uh, slash from Stonesmiths. So tell us about some of the products that we can expect from Dabots while I <clears throat> use some Dabots.
2: Right. Well, we're starting off um, with Shatter. Uh, admittedly, we feel the Shatter category kind of started off a little too high-end. If you remember the very first offerings, super expensive, uh, not necessarily formatting to the packaging, uh, coloring, or, or typical legacy market expectations for Shatter. Uh, I'd like to say we've come a long way since then, uh, but we believe that this is the true brand to introduce Shatter uh, at a very low price point. Again, you're going to be seeing these uh, MSRPing for a half gram for under $25. As such, uh, we're keeping things rather general. So we have a sativa shatter and an indica shatter that we're releasing to the public uh, in both half and full grams. Uh, Our approach is to educate at point of purchase, but keep the types of shatter loose enough Um, in our product category that we can always find good fits for it. So again, uh, while the Shatter is strain specific, we're focusing more on profiles that are similar. At the point of purchase, you'll be able to look on the back of your bag and see the exact strain or you can always go to our website, uh, you're showing the specifications page to find out what's in our products at at any time if if you don't find it on your packaging or if you ditch your packaging. Uh, But our approach is to keep it somewhat general and sort of tiptoe our way in. So we're starting with Shatter, Um, we are looking at sugar as our next one and then we'll logically branch into every category uh of concentrate that we can produce using our hydrocarbon extract process
1: it's very very good i i uh i told you off air um i i was able to get my hands on uh, some uh sativa and an indica and I took I uh, I took some uh, use some indica a little bit too soon and ended up taking a nap <laughs> a few days ago. Which hey, I love naps. Uh, I don't I don't know why <laughs> as a kid I ever fought against naps. Uh, I always want to have naps as an adult. So it absolutely. Was beautiful. Now uh, on the screen uh, beside, you, we have some details? As we mentioned, for those that are new yeah. to cannabis, can you explain uh, BHO and full spectrum for for people that are or maybe have experience with cannabis but not concentrates? Can you explain what that is?
2: Sure. Um, so we'll start with BHO. Uh, that's butane hash oil. Uh, it is basically the product of a hydrocarbon extract process. So we used a uh, we use solvents butane for bho um some could use propane uh but it's capable of doing a full spectrum extract because our process strips uh the full profiles from the plant so you've got your cannabinoids your terpenes and your flavonoids all of which work together in harmony synergistically something that i'm sure we've all heard spoken of the entourage effect um so that's the idea that um compounds in cannabis that were in the original strain work together to provide a more fulfilling a more rich experience than if you were to strip one compound typically thc or cbd uh and have it operating on its own uh so when we talk about a bho full spectrum it is truly a full spectrum so when you're comparing for example our live resin vape cards which just came out which are full spectrum high terpene and high cannabinoid full spectrum extract um You will see it listed next to products that say they're broad spectrum or even claim to be a full spectrum um, that don't use a process even capable of stripping that full profile away. So again, a little education needed, but when it comes to Stigma Grow, all of our products uh, are true spectrum products and we use butane. Uh, So our products are butane hash oil, Uh, uh, just while I ramble about concentrates, I I should mention, for those of you that don't know, typically we extract the exact same thing that butane hash oil off of the cannabis that we use, it's what we do with it after the fact that turns it into the various product types. So again, once we have that full spectrum. Uh, extract, we can put it in ovens uh, for shatter, we can, you know, you can you can do something I'm uh, got to be careful, uh, everything that I share, but you you can turn it into batter, butter, shatter, live resin vape, uh, sauce, diamonds, Um, it's all has to do with the post production. But again, what we're capable of doing with our hydrocarbon full spectrum extract is giving ourselves a starting uh, product that is just so rich and superior to to the individual uh, compound stripping that we see in some other concentrates.
1: And if you're new to uh, dabbing and concentrates and you're intimidated by, you know, the the banger and the torch and everything, there are a lot of great things. Uh, You know, I use the Slash from Stonesmiths all the time. I love it. They're a great local Edmonton company. It's just an easy loader. So there's, it takes away a lot of the intimidation um, when it comes to dabbing because the torch and everything, that can, like, the the first time I saw that, I honestly thought of crack cocaine and everything I had seen Uh -uh. in the movies with crack cocaine. So it can be intimidating intimidating so that's why some of these things can be a really good way to to get somebody past that and then if they get comfortable and they and they feel like that they can move on to getting a quartz banger for their bong and stuff i, I love doing it that way but there are ways to get into it that aren't as intimidating
2: I agree 100%. And again, with dab bod, shatter is probably the least intimidating of all the concentrates. To your point, and we stress the importance of temperature control. um, When you're consuming something as volatile as uh, a full spectrum extract, there's a ton of terpenes there that, that you don't need a high temperature in order to burn off. We're all familiar with vaping cannabis. I would think at this point, somebody's vape cannabis and you've got, you know, the organic material left and all you've done is burnt off the cannabinoids and the terpenes. You get that good flavor. You get the effects from the compounds that you want, everything you want, nothing that that you don't. Um, With shatter, you don't have to be as delicate with the terpenes because the consistency of shatter is achieved by stripping a lot of those those terpenes out. So while your shatter should never taste bad, um, you, you can burn it at, you know, between 600 and 700 degrees. Basically, you can put it on medium high to high in everything from your slash, which I too have a slash, very much like it, um, to, you know, something that's a little more uh, powerful uh, without the, the temperature control, uh, you know, some of my yokans, um that are just, you know, all power or no power, but but nothing really in between. With Shatter, that's not as big of a deal. So, again, if they're introduced to concentrates with Shatter and they like the effect, the efficiency, the purity, um, you know, the lack of smelling like a, a blunt, um around your family. Then they can start exploring some of the more intricate ways. Again, those slash tools with with, with temper different temperature controls are great uh, for convenience, but eventually they're gonna want to get themselves a torch and, you know, a dab rig and and you start adding to these things as you have an appetite for them. We certainly don't want to introduce the very first thing and say, "Here you go. We've provided you with a twenty-five dollar half gram. Now right. go spend three hundred dollars on your setup." So typically, you can consume shatter with something that you have, or at least get something relatively cheap to do it with.
1: And we always want to be uh, giving out the best advice for people. And uh, we we should point out that you know when when we're looking at uh, concentrates like shatter it is much stronger than what you're getting when you pick up your flower. So if you're making that transition into concentrates for the first time, I know it some people might say it 's cheesy, but you know you start low and go slow, start with a little bit uh you have to be very careful because it is more powerful i've been around people that thought they could hand smoke twenty joints and then they go and they do one dab and they're they 're on the couch or whatever it is. So we need to advise people that when you 're making that switch from flour to concentrates. Really, really go slow. Uh, I know they say the grain of rice, kind of, uh, as far as what you should start with, a little bit. But what what would be some of your advice for somebody who's looking to try a concentrate for
2: the first time? My advice would be to listen to Dean. Um, <laughs> you can al- you can always take more. Or you can never take less, which is a, a really good way to approach anything new. I think um, it is powerful. Uh, you know, our concentrates, uh, whether it's cured or live resin, could have anywhere from five to thirty grams of actual cannabis jammed into one gram. Um, That's what I love about concentrates. Uh, I'm a family man, so I don't have a lot of time to smoke copious amounts of joints, nor nor do I want to come in smelling like them. You know, I certainly love smoking joints uh, at the the right time and place, but concentrates allow me to, again, on the tip of a pin, burn something quickly that gives me what I want. First of all, it's a flavorful sensory overload experience that I love. Um, But it gives me everything that I would get from sitting there and smoking a couple joints. So yeah, be aware, as well, different bodies deal with different compounds differently. Um, So you always want to treat a new product uh, slow and uh, uh, low and slow as well. You don't want to necessarily think that the learning that you have on one strain will apply to another. Uh, I myself uh, have been consuming cannabis and cannabis products for decades. I would say my tolerance is on the high end, but even I come across a product that kind of hits me like "whoa." Um, so it's always a good idea to just listen to good old Uncle Dean's advice.
1: Well, yeah, and don't, don't, uh, you know, don't do as I do, do as I say, because I've hit this three, four times since we've been talking. So definitely do not do that if you're new to the beginner. Like We've been talking for 16 minutes. I've hit this three times. If you're new to concentrates, don't hit something three times in 16 minutes. I, like you, have a, a pretty high tolerance and uh, but, but there's every once in a while, I come by something and I'm so happy that it, uh, you know, um, it gets me to that level that, that I absolutely um, love. And, you know, we do these shows because of education and we want to educate and entertain people. You guys are also doing something with uh, Stigma Grow on YouTube.
2: We are. We launched a YouTube channel. Well, we've kind of had it, uh, A Biz, which is our parent company, has had a YouTube channel for a while where we put up anything that we've created. Uh, but most recently, we've started 60 Sticky Seconds with Stigma, which is a cruel, cruel joke on me with a bit of a lisp here, but uh, it basically covers the topics of cannabis in about 90 seconds or less, if we're going to be totally transparent. Uh, some of these topics are a little bit long, but it's quick. You just get a couple uh, sort of talking points and a better understanding of a topic. So we don't go very broad. Uh, again, some of the things are, what is the entourage effect? How does it work? What is hydrocarbon closed loop processing mean? Uh, what does BHO mean? What is a live resin versus a cured concentrate? Um, all, all stuff like that, where you can just click on it, get a quick little minute download, have a better understanding of a phrase that you've likely heard a hundred times and either were using incorrectly or pretended you understood but never really did. Um, these are very complex scientific type terms. Um, so we try to break it down into into layman's terms for everybody. And again, if you follow us on social media, you'll see them teased on a weekly basis.
1: All right. So, uh, we're talking about, uh, dab bods and, uh, can, is, is this kind of a play on like, uh, you know, the, the average dad and, and, you know, we, we, you talked about, we've seen some shatter out there that one gram, 70, 80 bucks. You know, when, when I think of the average dad, I think of a guy who's, you know, uh, trying to always tighten the belt strings of his wallet. So how is this going to fit in with that average dad out there that especially right now is watching what he spends?
2: Yeah, I think we've already we already covered the price point, but um, you, you're right in, in the dad uh, bods approach, wanting to be sorry, Dean, I totally lost my train of thought. I've never done this to you, but I got to. Can we uh, can I yeah. restart that? Yeah, yeah. Just um, give me can one, you give me one second here? I my kids are stomping in the background and I lost my train. That's OK. Uh, Yeah, I know. I was going to say, not. you gave me the perfect lead in.
1: All right. Just uh, pick it up uh, right from there again, as if I asked the question and uh, go anytime.
2: It's funny, Dean, a a lot of brands um, in cannabis, but across the board speak to, this isn't your dad's fill in the blank. Um, Again, the idea being that just because he might've known about it in the past, it's come so far. And again, I'm not trying to compare our cannabis products in 2021 to that which my dad might've tried in the 60s or 70s. Um, But we really are proud of the qualities of our products. And we think that they're qualities that would make your dad proud. Um, So again, we are trying to attract that older generation, um, that sort of lab coat, trusting generation that would take anything from a doctor but that doesn't want to smoke a doobie right um what we're hoping is that this brand will be a little bit approachable to them that they'll be able to see some of the qualities that we're promoting exactly that, that high value not not super expensive certainly for someone that's trying something for the first time we want them to be able to come as close to that 20 dollar bill that they have it in their pocket um, as possible um, we want things to be safe uh, again, concentrates on the black market, um, we will always have the advantage of being ridiculously more safe. The standards, the federal standards and and, and stigmas in-house standards um, far, far supersede um, that which, 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 sorry, stigma standards far supersede that's what, what the law requires. But the federal standards are, I think, 5,000 points per million of uh, being allowed to have uh solvent left in it, you just don't know what's left in black market concentrates, so again we're reintroducing something that perhaps. Um, that older generation, first of all, would, would never have a hookup. And second of all, is, is a little more appealing than maybe that stinky joint um, that they, you know, curse the hippies for smoking uh, back during the Vietnam War. Um, so again, these qualities we feel will, will appeal to all ages, um, but certainly we're we're going after that older generation that we think would very much benefit from being introduced to concentrates.
1: This is something Hank Hill could use because yeah. he's not going to smoke a joint with the hippies, those dang hippies. But Hank Hill uh, would be would get get behind dabba. And you're you're so right okay. about the black market. Yeah, that's right, uh, that's right. right. Uh, the black market, you just don't know. Recently in PEI, uh, there was a cannabis product uh, from the black market that had fentanyl and fentanyl in it. Like. That's just, who, it's just, it's just insane. So get in with the legal products where you know what is in it. And and then that's the thing we have to point out all the time. You know what is in your product when you're buying, because it's passed through regulations, regulations that are just not there in the black market. And we saw that, we saw that Chad with that vape crisis that was, you know, all black market.
2: Yeah, well, it's funny. A lot of provinces are reviewing all vape products right now. Um, again, the, we're waiting for the science behind some of these distillates uh, when it comes to long term effects. Now, I am not suggesting that anything that Canada has approved is legal th- or is is dangerous. Thankfully, the legal side of things has has taken a, a lot of this due diligence uh, on the safety side. Um, but you're right; we don't know what we don't know. So if it's on us to provide safe products and get it to a price point where it's worthwhile. At some point in time, you gotta ask yourself, what, what am I worth, or what's worth taking to save a couple extra bucks on the black market when I can literally walk in the store, down the street, get a better quality, better safety at a, at a reasonable price? Yeah,
1: and prices are getting more and more affordable all the time. There's a ton there. of uh affordable ounces out there and a lot of more options, so we're really really getting there. And one of the things I like with this is just, you know, you guys are are having some fun. We're kind of poking fun at ourselves or, you know, with the the dab odds and stuff. And, and in this industry, this should be fun. Like we should have fun should and be. say, hey, you know, we, we let's let's get on board with this. Like there there's, you know, we we don't have to be you know we're the best number one. Although you know we all think we're the best, but we can all have fun and and listen. I think self-deprecation humor is better than any kind of humor out there.
2: I I agree a hundred percent. And it's funny because if you if you look at the average dad, he doesn't care what he looks like, right? He's all quality. He's not. He doesn't have the pomp and the polish, but he's reliable. He's strong. He's all the qualities uh, that we want. And and straight up. Stigma grow. one of our approaches has been to do the absolute bare minimum when it comes to packaging. Um, as long as we're safe and compliant, we are not looking to add extra packaging just so that we can get our brand on there. You've seen our bags. They all look the same. Uh, we're certainly invested in promoting our brands, but not at the expense of the end consumer. So we go as basic as possible. And we're one of the few producers that does everything in-house. Um, From growing to pumping it out and packaging and selling, we have all of our licenses in-house, so there's nobody taking a little piece of the pie in the middle there. Um, And across the board, you check out our our landing prices and MSRPs, we pass those savings on. In fact, uh, for those that are familiar with stigma, we had to sell through third-party sellers for the first year of our products. We went through uh, Acreage Farms and then we went through Canmart. Since we've gone direct, you can literally see where we took the money that we were giving to others in order to use their license. And we didn't take it in our house. We just dropped the price and passed it along to the consumers. So we truly are invested in getting high quality products and education to people that we think will truly benefit from our products.
1: And when we think about... Uh, <laughs> Uh, when we think about uh, dads and the type of bodies that we have, uh, you know, like most uh, dads, they're a little bit overweight, and and that's kind of one of your slogans. Tell us a little bit of well, what that means. Always a little overweight.
2: It is. So again, one of the things that you hate to hear is somebody brought their product home and it looked a little light. They pulled out their scale and are under the assumption that they've been ripped off. Now, I got to say, it's real tough for an LP to do anything like that. And it's not in anyone's interest to do that. The reality is time sometimes can, you know, time spent in the vault or dried out a little bit more, you know, sometimes the weight was affected. Certainly in concentrates, um, people's scales aren't necessarily correct they're using like a bathroom or a weed scale for concentrates even so we go above and beyond to make sure that we get a little bit of extra so if you got that uh, half gram there's actually standards federal standards that say how much extra you're allowed to put in not that anyone's trying to give away product we try to bump the ceiling of that or, or go right up to the ceiling of that every time so not only can you be assured that nothing is going to happen that's going to make you feel like you got less than what you paid for uh but that you also get a little bit more just like our dads in the midsection that's right
1: yeah what uh what are you guys looking at for sizes Uh, i know uh there's the half grams uh will there be uh full grams will be the more i don't know um you know what the sizing is like we've seen a lot of different sizes with flour i wonder what sort of sizing we'll see in concentrates coming going forward
2: Yes, yeah, so that's an excellent point. Uh, and honestly, it varies by province. We do offer in both half gram and full grams. Um, straight up, we're trying to provide concentrates uh, that give you the discount that comes uh, from the efficiencies of scale. So if we can shed, you know, 50 cents on packaging two halves versus packaging a whole, we're going to do that. Um, as well, these economies of scale, um, the, the the bigger you go, the better. But when we started off in concentrates we tried to sell a lot of batters and caviars um, and butters at full gram and because of the pricing the way that it was you, you were looking at those 80 90 full grams well the only people that would be willing to pay that are people that probably know a lot about it, i.e. have a black market hookup. Mm -hmm. Um, So we really had to scale back and start revisiting half grams as an introductory and then full grams where wanted. Uh, I can tell you we have four provinces right now that sell dabbots in full grams. Um, Alberta is not there yet. They are, for for those that are buying in Alberta, be it a retailer or a consumer, they are doing a mass overhaul of their concentrates category. And I want to, be an advocate. Uh, for that process. I, I think they are trying to do it right this time. Admittedly, I think they kind of flooded the market with products that they thought were going to sell and didn't, then pump the brakes. They're reorganizing everything for that. So as part of that, they've uh, it kind of doing that at the same time that we're launching DabBots, we were thrilled to have them accepted in the half gram for both the Sativa and the Indica, which you should see in Calgary uh, in, a, in a month or sorry, in a week or two. Uh, but yeah, in, in BC, um, in Saskatchewan, in Manitoba, we offer these um, in both half and full grams.
1: All right, so yeah, you covered a little bit about that, but where uh, across the country can people find these products and when do you expect them uh, in uh, throughout Alberta?
2: Well, we expect to see DabBods hit the shelves um, in the middle of this month. We got our first PO from Alberta last week, so we are fulfilling that uh, typically, you know, a couple weeks turnaround to get that onto their sell sheets. Um, if anyone's ever curious about when things are going to hit the market, we have a newsletter, social media accounts. Um, as well as uh, retailers' newsletter, uh, if you're if you're not just an end consumer, where we try to be as transparent in timing as possible. Um, admittedly, as a company, we say DAPods is coming, and then it launches, you know, in a province too far away from you to benefit from it. So again, we've we've split up our communications and newsletters on a province by province basis again to try to keep that communication as accurate and timely as possible. Um, but generally speaking, we think you'll be able to see it uh, in the middle of this month. Um, but get it quick. Uh, our sales team has been hitting the ground running and we have a a ton of retailers chomping at the bit for this. Um, Our goal is to sell it out immediately so that the next order is enough for everybody to get a taste.
1: Awesome stuff. Looking forward to seeing it on shelves very soon uh, because I tell you, I don't have much left uh, from uh, when I first got this. So thanks so much, Chad, as usual. Great things with Stigma and continued success.
2: Such a pleasure, Dean. Thank you very much.
0: This is the Cannabis One Hundred and One podcast, part of the Cannabis Life Experience, turning the wheel of cannabis one toke at a time.
1: Very excited to see more stuff coming from uh, Stigma Grow, and uh, particularly uh, the dab bots. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, the Indica made me have uh, a nap, which which was fun. It was okay, uh, but yeah, and it goes great in that thing the slash from stone smith so uh as i said i would highly recommend if you're uh, new uh to concentrates to get into something like this uh this still has some of the shatter but you could see the built-in loader uh that you just click it on and go and uh, they got something new coming in april so um or, or at least in the spring i'm hoping april that's what i consider uh the spring is because uh, that's when the baseball season starts. So something cool still to come from the guys at uh, Stone Smith. The crew there are doing a fantastic job. Looking forward to that. Uh, check them out at uh, StoneSmiths.ca.
0: Who grew it? What's the terpene profile? Who created it? What is the lineage? How much THC? What's in a name? This is Know Your Buds. A close up look at cultivars you should try or try again. Joining Dean is our educator, Chris Ionson.
1: Looking forward to exploring another great cultivar with my good friend Chris Ionson of Plant Life Cannabis. Uh, You can order ahead uh, by clicking and collecting plantlifecannabis.com. Just find your store and then away you go. As I bring in uh, the regional manager, uh, one of them for Plant Life Cannabis. How are you, my good friend, Chris?
3: Uh, Buddy, I'm doing great today. Uh, Really good. I'm excited for what we're going to talk about because it's been uh really popular in my in my <laughs> household uh who came out i've been uh, i've been hitting this one a lot so i'm pumped
1: well and the weather is just absolutely perfect for what we're going to be talking about uh today uh getting outside and uh you know enjoying a nice Pre-rolled joint because we are talking about the vision uh, and it's a it's a, I'm just looking for the uh, packaging. It's an indica about sixty forty and it comes to us from Bold and uh, there is the packaging a nice tight little pouch. I love uh, the logo as I get a little bit closer. Reminds me of that uh, Marvel Comics uh, font or something like that. So uh, this is a bit of a maybe, maybe it's a superhero weed. I'm not really sure, but love the packaging. We'll get into that. Let's talk about Bold for a little bit, though, that this is a company, Bold Growth Cannabis. And this is so rare, Chris, for us to be talking about a company that is a standalone. They are not under the umbrella of somebody else. So tell us a little bit about Bold.
3: Uh, yeah, Dean, they're, it's a really cool story with bold growth. Uh, so they're independently owned, uh, and they're based out of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Uh, and the company is the brainchild of, of CEO and president Andrew Condon and CEO, uh, uh, Spencer Weichel. And, uh, really cool story to how they kind of met and got the company going. Uh, so Andrew grew up in Calgary, Alberta. Uh, after high school, he'd moved out to the uh, Rocky Mountains to kind of pursue, uh, dreams of, uh, uh, living on the hill, kind of being a ski bum. Uh, he did numerous, uh, surf trips overseas. I was told, um, all, all the while being, being in school for uh, earth and ocean sciences. And, uh, he ended up getting into real estate after that and, um, you know, made some beneficial investments. Uh, and then in 2008, it, it took this real estate game, took him to Virginia, uh, where he crossed paths with, uh, with Spencer, uh, Spencer Veichel and, and, uh, and, Spencer ended up actually getting them a, a, a bag of weed and that's kind of how they bonded initially. Uh and this friendship was formed. Uh and then in, in you know, years and years of of hanging out, talking, discussing, uh in, in two thousand sixteen the idea of bold growth uh was was created and, and the two friends set out to become an, an LP. Um twenty seventeen the construction for their facility started uh, just outside of Saskatoon and they received their LP license from Health Canada in March of two thousand nineteen. And uh, all the Bold products were first released in Saskatchewan in June of 2020, and we just started seeing them here in Alberta in early February, and uh, it's been going great. They're they're selling really well. All right. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about that
1: uh, facility in uh, Saskatoon then.
3: Yeah, totally, Dino. Um so the facility there—it's uh, it's a fifty-six thousand 56, square foot facility on sixty-two acres of agricultural land. Uh, they've got twelve grow rooms, uh, approximately fifteen hundred square feet per room, uh, keeping the batches small. Um, and six more rooms are going to be active once their second floor expansion is complete. So uh, they're they're growing uh, quite a bit. Um, how they grow—they use a, a peat medium that can be uh, composted uh, after the harvest. So. Uh, very green, very eco-friendly, uh, and I'm, I'm told those are real big values to Andrew and Spencer and the Bold team. Uh, they really do care about the environment, so that's great to see in a cannabis company. Um, they've also got a unique cooling system for their facility that involves the cold water pipes uh, being ran out, outside uh, to cool down and then run through the facility, kind of cooling down the facility like a, like a radiator on a car, I was told. so. Uh, again, super unique, uh, technologies there to really kind of, uh, make them stand out and also make them efficient. Um, and, uh, they don't use, uh, pesticides as well in, in any of the processes too. So, um, you know, bolds, uh, I think doing, doing a great job here coming out of the gates strong for sure.
1: Well, I just did a good job of lighting this joint without lighting the microphone on fire. As you remember, yeah. <laughs> uh, probably last year when we just started getting video, for some reason the camera yeah. didn't work, but I literally lit this mic on fire. Uh, it's been a long time since I've lit anything near this mic, but that brought back those uh, those memories. So. Uh, I'm I'm really excited uh, to to learn more about this company. I'm you know planning a trip back to Manitoba later this summer. I'd love to stop in and see some things. And you know I know there's uh, that that you received some great information from uh, from one of their reps uh, on some of the great stuff the company is doing.
3: Yeah, totally, Dino. Uh, absolutely, uh, Lee's Lee's from uh, Bold Growth. Uh, we had a great conversation today on the phone. Um, she is dialed in in the industry and then some. Uh, we have similar uh, background, similar starts in the cannabis industry. She was uh, working out of the 420, the premium 420 store in Calgary at legalization, and I was in the uh, the Nova Cannabis in Calgary at legalization, the only two stores in Calgary. So, uh, and she's gone on to uh, she was a grower at uh, at Ogen, uh, and now she's in with uh, with Bold and plethora of knowledge. Uh, it was super enjoyable. So thank you so much Lise, for for all the info it's appreciated.
1: Yeah, definitely is. and uh, these pre rolls are uh, really appreciated too. So tell us about uh, the process of of how they get that great grown weed into these uh, tiny little cones.
3: Yeah Dino for sure I uh, a big fan of these pre Um So they're all uh, they're all made from whole flower bud. Uh, so it's not shake or any kind of like trims. it's it's whole buds that are in there. Uh, and they use uh, this kind of a shaker box style uh, machine, where it's you know a big kind of uh, tabled area with uh, you know wall around it with a bunch of holes that um, the cones will slide into, and you put a bunch of ground up bud onto it and kind of just shake it around and and make sure you get kind of uh, all the bud in there. And I'm sure they've got little tamp tools that they that they use. Uh, but what I, I like is that all uh, all the, all the pre rolls get finished by human hands. So uh, it's not just kind of an automated process. I mean, they've got this kind of shaker table to kind of help the the things go smooth, but uh, you've got human hands kind of uh, adding the dimples to those joints, closing them up and sealing them. And I've had zero issues with any of my pre-rolls from BOLD. So um, big, big fan of of how they do their pre-rolls, Dean. Uh, How they they grow their bud is uh, it's all hang dried, uh, slow cured and dry trimmed uh, for a better boulder experience. yeah, they're uh, they're killing it so far.
1: So right now uh, uh, in Alberta, uh, we have a couple of things, but they have a lot of other cultivars on the way, don't they?
3: Yeah, totally, Dino. So right now, what we've seen in the Alberta market uh, so far has just been uh, a couple of two-packs of, of tree rolls. We've had the Vision, uh, which we're talking about today, as well. They have a MAC-1, uh, so uh, they must know uh, – that's one of my faves, so they're just <laughs> going after my heart there with the MAC-1. right. Uh, yeah, for sure. That was a, just a good start for them in, in my books. Uh, as well as uh, they've got a, a gelato uh, that we're going to be seeing that uh, least mentioned was was one of her favorites there. Um, so I'm pretty pumped to try that. And I'm a big fan of gelatos. Um, as well as uh, a God's Biker Kush. Uh, and we're going to see that in kind of a larger format. And and they've also got a uh, feminized autoflowered northern light seeds as well. Um, and then eventually here in, in the book, coming uh weeks or months here we're going to see some five ten carts coming from the two she said that was kind of coming down the pipe for them as well
1: that's awesome love the fact that they have uh you know the flower vapes on the way but also providing uh you know auto flower feminized seeds for people that make obviously it a lot easier and and northern lights we've talked about that in the past that's an absolute you know that's kind of Getting onto that Mount Rushmore of uh, different cultivars out there for uh, for Northern Lights, so boldgrowth.ca, Chris, is the uh, website. Unfortunately, my system uh, with the age gating sometimes it doesn't work, but I do like uh, their. Uh, you know, it's it's got some bold colors, it's aesthetically nice. Uh, they've got some good strain information. Uh, would be nice if there was maybe some more uh, pictures and backstory on the the facilities, and maybe they're working on that
3: yeah i i I totally agree with everything you just said dean uh it i think their website looks great i love the images they've used uh some really really great photos uh i would love to see a bit more info on i guess you know the the backstory of of uh of spencer and andrew there uh as well as maybe some photos of the facility i love seeing um you know wall-to-wall plants growing uh in a really controlled environment i think it just looks great on a website so Uh, But that could be coming. But overall, I I like the website, Uh, like the look of it It works for me.
1: Mm -hmm. Boldgrowth.ca. You can check it out there for this uh, Indica dominant uh, hybrid uh, that is uh, 60-40 on the uh, Indica side. And uh, the one I have is a 21.5% THC. Uh, As for what's in a name, uh, this is a pretty good story as
3: well yeah it is you know it's uh with the name and the vision was created as a as a testament to to the vision of a of a brighter future through the propagation and cultivation of quality cannabis uh I also have tracked down that uh uh it was named after the hopes and dreams of the team who made her um I like to think of uh myself I like to think of the vision as uh it's opening up your third eye uh and you're just kind of like i can I can see clearly now. Uh, it is, uh, it is a really nice high, uh, super enjoyable. And, uh, I, I never really had kind of, it, it's a unique name on its own, calling it the vision. And it mm-hmm. feels kind of like a, a weird to say it. Uh, but I like that uniqueness.
1: Yeah, it's like we're going on our own vision quest uh, when we consume this uh, this type of cultivar. And um, the, when we talk about the history and the, the lineage behind this, man, this is uh, definitely doubling down on one cultivar. So what about the
3: lineage? Yeah, Dino, it's, uh lineage is really cool. It's uh, an Ohio lemon G, uh, which is uh, it's a sweet lemon juice crossed with a sweet lemon juice. It's got the <laughs> double down of lemon juice there. Uh, so Ohio Lemon G uh, and and the sweet lemon juice is actually a G13 skunk crossed with the g G13 Haze. So also doubling down on some G13s in the <laughs> the lineage there. Um, and that's so Ohio lemon G crossed with dosi dough And dosi Dough is an OG Kush breath uh crossed with a face-off OG BX1. Um, so really kind of uh a double down on that sweet lemon juice uh mixed in with the super popular, highly resinous Indica dominant hybrid known as Dosy Do. It's Doe was super popular a couple of years ago, it just kind of hit the hit the market by storm and it's still uh being, you know, bred into a lot of different cultivars. So it's uh it's great to see.
1: Mm-hmm. that's awesome to hear that uh, you know we we hear about so many we just talked about northern lights a little bit you know some of those uh, st- uh old time og you know original uh, legendary cultivars but it's nice to hear about new cultivars coming in and kind of getting into a lot of breeding as well and you get some new life and, and speaking of the breeders what
3: do you know about that yeah so in, in my research i, I came across uh, the seed breeders archive seed bank uh, out of Oregon that uh, they were known as the creators of the vision. Uh, this isn't confirmed with the bold people, however, though, uh, but uh, that's kind of what I tracked down on the vision. So, uh, you know, big shout outs to Archive Seed Bank for, uh, you know, coming up with this this vision. Uh, it's, it's great.
1: Awesome. I love that. All right. Let's take a look at the look and uh, something a little bit different. Here's the package that I have. And you have a uh, different looking package and uh, an entirely uh,
3: different size as well. So y- you have a lot of packages, well, got, but. Well, I've got one of each here, Dino. Okay, good. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So the one that you have got is, uh, or this is the one that you don't got here. And this one actually is a Dima pack. Uh, it's a little bit different from yours, a little mm. bit longer. Uh, and this is actually the newer version here. So the one you have got there is the, the first one that, that hit the market.
1: All right. Well, it's still this packaging. Both are good. Yeah, this is good size. Um, You know, I have a question about the the joints coming in a pouch. Um, You know, people might be concerned about getting crushed, but, you know, as they're delivered to a store and then put out to one of their shelves, there's probably not an opportunity for these to get crushed. Is there the way they're being delivered and and handled? And and I'm just kind of always
3: curious about that uh no totally Dean that's that's funny you mentioned that I actually came up with uh, in my conversation with Leeds. we kind of we talked about that I mentioned that you know some lps are, are putting uh inserts inside there uh but yeah th- in terms of handling i mean everything comes in in a case uh it sits on the shelf in a vault uh, and it gets put onto the shelf uh, you know there's not a lot of like full full contact there um I have had um i think six. Six different packs of, of bold pre-rolls, uh, mm-hmm. and I haven't had to do with any of mine. All the pre-rolls have worked out really well, and uh, and I think that has to do with the, the human uh, touch on the very yeah. last point there. Uh, whereas I think if it was machine kind of finished, uh, we might run into, into issues. So
1: Easy to um, open yeah, those, as well. Easy to open as well in the yeah. back. You just uh, rub it together, so that's uh, so good. So good on the uh, the packaging. As for uh, this came with two joints. Uh, here is uh, the joint, uh, dimpled end. Pretty good filter. Uh, I'm pretty happy with how these are. They're really really compact.
3: Yeah, I uh, for sure, Dean. They're 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 great size, uh, and uh, I like the dimple too. I find the dimples. Uh, light a uh, little bit better overall when I when I do my rotates uh, and uh, and run run less too. Like I haven't had any run issues with any of my bold pre rolls. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you uh, know I. I'm always like uh, smoking a canoe because I can't light properly and these ones are lighting absolutely perfect. So uh, they get a they get a pass on these joints. It's an excellent, excellent. And like I said, it's full, right? You know, you're not able to bend it or anything. You don't have to take it apart and uh do the shake it like a sugar packet. So good job on the pre-rolls. You've seen the actual flower as well and uh you're giving it good marks.
3: Absolutely. Oh boy, I've seen some photos of it. Really nice looking. Uh real nice lighter green uh nugs with uh, uh bright red pistols to it and, and a real healthy dusting of trichomes um i will be absolutely grabbing some once it does come to market uh just to check that out and give it a squeeze uh you know in real life but uh the the photos that i've seen of it look amazing so uh, definitely gonna be watching for that Being
1: sounds good what's the terpene profile
3: yeah, so the terpene profile we've got, Myrcene is our dominant terpene there, and that's uh, kind of an earthy uh, smell and, and flavor to it. Uh, it is found in mangoes though, however. Uh, uh, Nerolil is uh, in there as well, and that's kind of a citrus woodsy. Uh, it's known to be a bit of a kind of a heavier terpene. Um, and then uh, linalool is in there as well, and that's kind of a floral lavender uh, aroma fragrance.
1: Yeah, and linalool is uh, quickly becoming one of my—it's uh, probably my second favorite uh, terpene after uh, Caryophyllene. So I'm enjo- I'm enjoying that as well. And um, when we when we talk about the smell, I get Nosy McGee, my wife Trish, to give it a, a whiff before I, she gets the first whiff before it's open. She gets number one. I I make her do some <laughs> nose exercises to get ready and you know really stretch out that. Uh, knows but uh we got a really really strong lemon no doubt but almost like um like a like a most chemical smell like almost like a pine salt smell now we're not smoking pine salt this tastes amazing but it was a really really strong lemon a little bit abrasive uh, chemically um but definitely heavy on the lemon what do you get when you smell
3: this uh for for me Dino you know, it was yeah, earthy and sweet. Um it was kind of like that sweetness was a, almost fruity, citrus fruity. Um and, and I, I got some pine notes on on mine as well. Um I mean with the the, the chemical smell I mean that that sounds like it's it's such a, a negative thing uh but I think that uh I mean just with the combination of terpenes it's yeah. this cannabis is grown it's, it's well done, you know, it's not uh nothing to, you know, walk away from here for sure. Hey.
1: Yeah, and and that's the thing with cannabis. I mean, people talk about like dank, pungent smells. You know, normally you wouldn't want your room and your air freshener that, but with cannabis, it's a great smell. There's a lot of them that use that term, that chemical abrasive. It's not a negative. It's just that smell. You're not tasting the the pine salt and things like that. But, you know, remember there was the one we did, it kind of smelled like rotted fish. Well, who would want to be around rotted fish? But it's just the taste that comes off of it, or the smell that comes off of it, the taste is much different which which i'll ask you about the taste that you get with this
3: god i it's amazing tastes amazing uh a little earthy at first followed by like a, yeah. a fruity explosion uh in the you know just in the mouth there it really really comes out on the exhale and kind of lingers on the tongue and the lips um really reminded me of like uh the initial kind of t- hidden tangerine dream when that first came to market uh that really kind of sweet um, apricot, tangerine kind of like fruitiness, and it's, it's very noticeable, very, uh, very enjoyable. What do you think, Dean? I, I,
1: I, I get, uh, definitely, uh, earthy, uh, from the Myrcene, and, and I, I get a really, really strong lemon, like citrus, it's just, uh, it's overpowering for me and, and in a good way, right? It's it's definitely the dominant uh, taste for me. So I'm loving it and I'm looking forward to what my experience is going to be. In, and, you know, after this, what was your experience? What am I, What you know, everybody is different. So I don't want to say what am I in for, but, you know, what was your experience with this?
3: Yeah, so my experience, uh, very enjoyable. Uh, it was initially a really nice uh, euphoric cerebral head buzz that kind of settled into a really, awesome melty body stone um, that I I look for, I I, I seek out in my canvas. So uh, that was really nice to kind of, oh, I I found one. here. (laughs) Uh, The head effects are are very uplifting, very floaty, uh, super friendly, just kind of like puts a smile on your face. Um, Good for creativity. So uh, initially, I I got into some graphic work uh, for a little bit. Uh, and then I feel like the Indica side of things kind of will creep in. And uh, I found myself just putting the laptop down and I'm just going to get a little horizontal on the couch for a little bit. Uh, so it is pretty relaxing uh, after that initial kind of head, head thing that, uh, that plays, plays for the first little bit for me. Um, great for social settings. Uh, I had some really fun, funny phone and Zoom calls with the vision, uh, catching up with some old friends. Um, so that was, that was really nice. I think once, uh, you know, this COVID things kind of loosen up a little bit, it'd be great for, uh, for a party. I think this would be a real fun, uh, bring a pack of these pre-rolls to a party kind of thing. Um, it'll get, get the party going a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I find it, it, it's, gets the creativity flowing, but it also gets the conversation started too. Um, for that initial little thing. Uh, and then that Indica side, um, it creeps in, uh, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes in, into, into it, uh, but it's super relaxing, very enjoyable.
1: All right. Uh, that, I'm, I'm looking, I can't wait for this to, uh, to settle in. So who, what, and when, um, in this particular case, this 0.5 gram pre-roll, are they good for?
3: So I think, uh, you know, intermediates level two and up. Uh, I think if it's your, you know, first time walking into a cannabis store, uh first time kind of getting into cannabis don't don't start with uh the vision uh this is one you're going to want to kind of build up to uh what it's good for it's great for you know a, a nice laid back evening uh board board games card games um great for for netflix and, and just getting your relax on netflix and chilling um i enjoyed it for funny movies and serious docu- document uh documentaries really it was kind of real versatile that way uh, I think when it's good for it, it's for me, it's most any time of the day. Uh, it was super chill to, to start the day off with a wake and bake, um, you know, had a chill morning, uh, but it's ideal in the evening. I think it's great for right after dinner, but it's my favorite time to uh, to consume the vision.
1: All right. Well, I have the, uh, you know, the rest of my night planned. Um, I'm going to have a, uh, a Lebowski bath with this other, gram joint, watch some nature documentaries and coming up with a million dollar idea because I can't wait for this to settle. I'm already getting the, uh, (laughs) the head going right now. So I'm loving it already, Chris. Uh, I'm excited, uh, to, uh, to explore this a little bit more, uh, and look, you know, look into this uh, company. Uh, I love great backstories. You know that. So I I can't wait to maybe reach out and get somebody from, uh, bold growth cannabis on the show, the vision, some great pre-rolls. Courtesy of this awesome Saskatchewan company. And uh, Chris, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, People can uh, shop ahead, click and collect at plantlifecannabis.com, and then find your favorite store. It's warming up, man. These pre rolls are perfect for right now. So have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk real soon, dude.
3: Yeah, awesome, Dino. Thanks for having me, buddy. We'll talk soon
1: the cannabis life experience it's not just about getting high it's about getting healthy turning the wheel of cannabis one toke at a time all right that is going to wrap things up for hour number two thank you very much for watching if you did on our youtube channel or if you're catching us as we stream it on our social media channels uh, please hit that subscribe button and uh, click the bell. You'll get an, uh, a, a notification every time we put out a show and would love to hear reviews from our listeners, from our viewers. If you're listening, wherever you get your podcast from, uh, Uh, Click on some of those stars. Let us know what you think. Uh, Constructive criticism is always appreciated. And as I mentioned earlier, you can get the latest on what's happening with the Cannabis 101 Podcast by subscribing to the Weed Weekly. Cannabis101podcast.ca is where you can find that. You can click the subscribe button, and you're in the mix for the prize pack every Friday. An email comes out. Uh, We spin the wheel of names, but it is only for subscribers. So tell your friends as well if they want to get in on the mix and some cool free stuff we can help them out as well. It's an easy way to keep up to date with the Cannabis 101 podcast. Uh, If you would like to get in touch with us, uh, certainly there are a number of ways to do that. You can email me, Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest or you'd like to partner with us, we're always looking for both. Or if you'd just like to reach out and say hi, love hearing from our listeners and the viewers. So that's where you can reach us is cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. And if you're into other podcasts, you can check out Podcast Alley, uh, where I have a number of different shows, uh, Tracking the Draft with Craig Button, Fantasy Hockey Time, and much, much more. So you can check all that out at podcastalley.ca. We are back at it on Tuesday. David Wiley from the OZ For this week in Cannabis News, Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Co. For the business of cannabis, we'll have another cannabis character. It was Ben Stone, Seth Rogen, this week in honour of uh, Seth's big news going into California. We'll have Weed Word of the Day, another cannabis question, and we'll tell you all about the rest of the Cannabis 101 podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on this show this week. Thank you to Chad Hayson of Stigma Grow and uh, Dab Bods. Uh, as he mentioned, uh, it'll be in Alberta very soon. I got some more in there I'm going to go hit in a little bit. And of course, Chris Ionson, our uh, great, great uh, leader and educator on Know Your Buds. Uh, Plant Life uh, Canada Regional Regional Manager. Easy for me to say. So that'll wrap things up for us. We're back on Tuesday. Individual segments will start coming out Thursday and take you right up to our next episode on Tuesday. Remember, it's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. And as we always do, we leave you with the marijuana song from the artist, My Dead Dog. Have a great week, everybody. Mm-hmm.